Welcome to the Amazing Clocks Podcast on the Black Love Podcast Network. My name is Anthony Clark. And I'm Melanie Clark. And we are the, the Amazing, Amazing Clarks. Clarks. We're both award-winning certified life and love coaches and a husband and wife duo that have been coaching together as a team for 22 years and that have been passionately in love for 30. They call us the Amazing Clarks because we empower people to live amazing lives. And you are joining us here for the Love Revolution, where we discuss ideas and concepts that help us love ourselves and one another more. Because we need more love in the universe. That's right. And no matter what level you're on, we're here to take you higher. So today we have another amazing episode for you guys. Today's main topic is spying spouses. Spying spouses. So basically, is it ever okay or justified to spy on your partner? Um, is it wrong? Is it bad? Do you do it? Have you done it? Have we done it? We'll find out all that and we'll more. We'll find out. That's right. But before we jump into that main topic, mm-hmm. it's time for a new topic, actually, a new way we're, a new program we're running. It's called Ask the Amazing Clocks. So in this segment, any questions that you guys have that you guys yeah. want us to answer, send them in and we will answer for answer those questions for you. Today's question, Melanie. What do we got? So today's question is, if you're not supposed to wait for the perfect person, how do you fight the feeling that you're settling? Hmm. How do you fight that 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 settling feeling? Hmm. Okay. okay. That's a good one, right? That's a good one. That's a good one. So I'll jump in with that. I'll start. Okay, go for it. Um. So now in a situation like that, okay, you're single, you're dating, and you're meeting people but you feel like this person isn't the one because they don't have everything that I wanted. Because in your mind, you have this vision of this perfect partner that check all of the the boxes. And when you meet them, it's just going to be like fireworks and sparkles going off and life is going to be amazing. And that's what you're looking for. But is it okay? Like if you date someone where you don't have feel those things, are you settling? Um, If they don't have everything that you want, are you settling now? First of all, I believe that it comes down to wants versus needs. If there's certain things that we all want, you know, I want to be 6'10". I want to be an (laughs) NBA player. Um, I want to, but do I need to be? No. And the same same thing in relationships. You have these amazing things you may want, and there's nothing wrong with that. Shoot, Shoot high. But really, the most important thing is to look at the things that you need. Yes. The 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 foundational things, because that's what's going to build and sustain a relationship. Things like, for example, um, do we get along? Do we have good communication? Yes. Um, do we have good chemistry, sexual, emotional, um, across the board? Uh, maybe they're not six nine. Um, you wanted somebody taller. Maybe you wanted somebody richer. Um, those are <laughs> those are the wants. Right. So I think if you focus on the needs more than the wants, then you'll be okay. And settling is all a perspective that's created in the mind. Mm-hmm. Everything is perspective. And if you keep telling yourself that I have to have all these things or else I'm settling, then you will feel like you're settling and you will be unhappy. But if you look and go, you know what? I, the, the things I want, this person has. Yes. And so... I'm going to focus on the things I appreciate about what this person has. And the more you focus on what you appreciate, the more you're going to see and the happier you'll be and you won't feel like you're settling. Yeah. And so settling is all created in your mind. It's all perspective. And then on top of that, let's just say in a magical world, we gave you your perfect partner. They yep. had everything. You could still be in that relationship with that quote unquote perfect partner 
And over time, start fi getting fixated on what you don't like. All of a sudden, you could feel like you're settling even with that person. Yes. So it's all begins in your mind, your perspective, and the stories that you tell. Yes, I agree with that. And you bring up a really good point. I love the wants versus needs. And you have to ask yourself that. Like, why do I want what I want? And if you really want to be married and you want to have a family, you got to look at it like, is this person someone that can help me create the life that I want? Can we build together? Do we want the same things? Are we going in the same direction? And if there are things missing, like, you know, a certain amount of money, can we build together and, and go after that money together? Right. Are you choosing a partner based on Instagram, you know what I mean? Right. Like, am I trying to look good? Am I trying to impress my friends? I see a lot of that in coaching. I want this type of person because I want to be impressive. But that has nothing to do with love and building the life that you want. You can go get you a, you know, a pretty caricature to make yourself look good in photos. But if you are not friends, if you're not there for each other, if you're not supporting each other, if that person doesn't show up for you, or you don't feel like you want to show up for them, then that that will make mm -hmm. you feel like you're settling, like Anthony said. So I think it is really more about your mindset and deciding what you want. And I really believe that dating is discovery, right? Yeah. So you should be dating to get to know someone. You can meet someone and feel like, eh, I don't know if this is it. But then over time, as you go deeper and deeper and you get to know each other, that's when the love and the bond starts to find, starts to form, excuse me. And so you don't want to just toss people aside quickly because it doesn't match your list. Get to know them. I would say in our relationship, it was our love developed over time. We had attraction for each other. Where we Were we exactly what each other wanted? I had kids. Anthony really didn't want to date someone with kids. I smoked cigarettes. He didn't really want to date someone that smoked cigarettes. But he wasn't settling because he was getting to know me. And there was so much there that those things worked themselves out in our future. First of all, he got to know my kids and he fell in love with them. And that was not a problem. But in his mind, you know, at first, like, yeah, I'm 26. I don't want a woman with kids. I'm young. I want to start fresh. Right. Mm -hmm. But as you got to know me and you were around my children, like I said, you fell in love with them. And then the smoking thing, I decided to stop doing that on my own at some point. He let me know that it was something he didn't like. And I chose to change that. And so that went away. Mm -hmm. So my point is get to know someone. I'd like to say 90 days because we give a job 90 days. Is it a good fit for me? Am I a good fit for them? I want to get to know. There's some discovery there. And if you give yourself a time limit, I'm going to date this person for 90 days, 30 days. You decide the amount of time. And if at that point I don't feel it, then I will move on and date someone else. And that will take away the feeling of settling. The feeling of settling comes from you're telling yourself, I have to accept this and I don't really want to because it's not exactly what I want. So what we're saying is take time to make sure that what you want just hasn't been discovered yet because it could be there and you just haven't seen it yet. 
That's right. So perfection can be an illusion that mm-hmm. you'll never, you'll chase and never get there because it's created all in your mind. Oh, and one more thing I want to add, that's a great point, Anthony, is in every relationship you have, I don't care how perfect your partner is, you are going to have an area in your relationship where you are challenged and your partner is challenged. And that happens in every relationship because that's what keeps you growing. And if you are trying to find someone that you have no challenges with and you constantly agree on everything and you constantly like the same thing all the time together, that does not exist. So if that's what you're thinking, that could be something that's holding you up from actually getting a partner and getting married and creating the life that you want. You create it with them. They don't show up with it and give it to you. That's right. So if you're settling, that's because you're creating that perspective that you're settling. If you have a perfect partner, that's because you created that perspective that you have a perfect partner. So it's all up to you. We can give it to you. What you're going to do with it. Exactly. There you go. All right. So hopefully, we guys, we answered that question for you. And like we said, if you guys have any questions, feel free to send them in to us and we'll answer your questions just like we did here. So now, time for the main topic. (laughs) The main topic, spying spouses. Spying spouses. Is it ever okay to spy on your partner? Um, Is it ever justified? Have you done it? So I'll start off. Okay. Uh, My name is Anthony Clark, and I have spied (laughs) on my partner. Um, Not Melanie, but in my first relationship, I was previously married when I got married really young, my 20s. And that marriage didn't work out. If you guys want to learn about that, check out our previous episodes and we talk all about our past marriages. But in that particular marriage, I was in my my early 20s. Actually, I was like 18, 19 when we first started dating. He was a baby. I was in college. Yeah, I was a baby. Mm -hmm. And we got to a point where we hit like some roadblocks, some stumbling blocks in our relationship. We were disconnecting from each other. And I started to get really suspicious about my partner. Mm-hmm. And she was like showing up late, coming home late at night, getting phone calls and taking them in the other room, a lot of whispering. Um, things just didn't add up. And my spidey senses were kicking in. It was like, there's something going on. And I got to, <laughs> and it was just eating away at me. Right. And so what I started doing was spying on her. Right. I felt like it was justified. I felt very insecure and untrusting of the relationship. I felt like she wasn't being honest with me. And so my spying consisted of things like when she's on the phone, the phone will ring, I, and I'm in the other room, I kind of just, you know, get a little closer to that door, kind of a little eavesdropping. You're ear hustling. Holding my breath so she can't hear me breathing. So eavesdropping, eavesdropping. Uh-huh. And the more I did that, it was picking up more and more signs like, wait a minute. Right. It does look like she's probably cheating. And this is something I've never shared with anybody before. It got to the point where one day, she didn't know I was home because I, I got off early from work and I knew the schedule. So I went into our closet, <laughs> one of the closets that I knew she wasn't going to go into. Uh-huh. And I just waited for her to come home. And she came home and she got on the phone and she started having these conversations. I could tell it was a guy and I was just picking up like little things here and there and laughing and flirting. And I wanted to just jump out the closet and be like, I knew it busted. But it was like, no, don't do that. You shouldn't be in the closet anyway, in a way. So I wasn't proud of that. So it was like, don't give it up. And after that, it was like, hmm, 
she is, something's going on. Mm -hmm. And then I brought it up to her later on and she kind of was like, no, I came home this time, that time. And she tried to say like she wasn't home at that time. Right. And she didn't, you know, wasn't on the phone. And it was like, okay, there's, I'm justified for doing this. And it turned out that she was cheating. Mm. And so in that situation, even though I wasn't proud of what I did, I was really young. Looking back at it now, it's kind of funny. But I wasn't proud of it. But it helped me to get closure. Yeah. And to get to the truth. Otherwise, she would have kept stringing me on. And I didn't want that. So in that situation, yes, um, it was justified. I'm at peace with it. But now the <laughs> the beauty is in our relationship now, right. I don't have to do that. So what about you? What before well, we jump to us? Well, first of all, shocking. Mm. I've never heard that story. We've been mm. together for 30 years, and that's the first time I heard that you hid in the closet yeah, to the- catch your ex-wife. Yeah. So just goes to show you we all have parts of ourselves that we don't always share everything, which is fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but it just sounds like your intuition kind of told you something was going on, and so you were following that. Right. And it created some insecurity in you. So have I ever spied on a spouse? Um, I have not spied on a spouse, but I have spied on a boyfriend, Mm-mm. namely you. I spied on you when we were dating. Yes, yes, yes. When we were younger. Mm-hmm. And I felt completely justified in it. Mm-hmm. I still feel justified in it. And I'm glad I did it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, I don't have any shame in my game. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of a funny story. You, uh, back in the day, had an answering machine next to your bed. And you would turn down the volume. But I could hear it clicking all the time, which meant you were getting voicemails from mm-hmm probably other women and you didn't want me to hear the voicemails when they were leaving voicemails so when you would come to my house you would log in to your it wasn't log in back there you would call in to your voicemail to, to listen to your messages and you'd right. put a code in right. and i memorized your code i watched you put it in and mm. i memorized it so when you weren't <laughs> there i called into your voicemail and listened to your messages and there were girls calling you, and a lot, of, a lot of them were just like, hey, I haven't seen you, that kind of stuff. But there was one woman in particular that was leaving you voicemails like you guys were in a relationship. Mm-hmm. And that really bothered me because you and I were forming a relationship. We were still seeing other people, but we were gravitating towards each yeah, other. We were the precipice of that. Yeah. Should we do it or not? Yeah. But the um, discussion we had was we were not in a relationship with someone else, right. but we were in discovery with each other. Mm-hmm. But her voicemails were very much like, we together. So I am a very proactive woman, and (laughs) I called her, and I asked her what was up, what was going on, what was the nature of your relationship, and she was very sweet, and she just said, you know, you were her man, and that you do this every once in a while, you go off and get you, you know, a young pretty thing to play with, and uh, you pretend like you're into them, and then you drop them and go back to her. And so I was just the next pretty young thing that you were being occupied with, which did not feel good to me. And there was a reputation in our town at that time that you were a player and there were a lot of women around you. And, you and worked, I was. I and was you were. And yes, I was. you worked at nightclubs. Mm-hmm. So I felt like I need to protect my heart. I don't want to get played. I'm falling in love with this guy and I don't want to get hurt. 
Black Beyond Measure honors and elevates Black creators, artists, entrepreneurs, and others in the Black community. Target holds the community front and center, supporting their products, ambitions, and efforts, and the people behind them, encouraging them to thrive. The best way Anthony and I could show up for our clients every day is by being our best selves. Understanding more about myself and about my wellness helps me feed my inner glow. For me, that's working out, reading some of my favorite books, honestly, just hanging out with Melanie. What does it look like for you? I also enjoy working out, but talking on the phone with my babies in California and journaling really helps my inner glow. Nice. It can look different every day. Those intentional moments of self-care allow me to show up for others. And being there for others is foundational to our coaching practice. We wouldn't be very good loving life coaches if we weren't feeding our inner glow. And coaching others is our life work. We're here to bring the love revolution to you all and feed your outer glow. We love being able to bring love into the universe and uplift our people. We all need more love, more self-care, more glow. And our friends at Target understand what it means to invest, uplift, and celebrate community. To learn more, go to target.com forward slash black beyond measure. So um, when she and I had that conversation, I was like, okay, well, if that's the case, then let's confront him. She agreed to that. She was like, yes, you know, we'll invite him to dinner. We'll both show up. And then he has to be honest about where he's at and what he wants. And I was like, great. I'm fine with that. I'm cool with that. I'm not mad at you, girlfriend. If this is what's going on, we need to handle business. So, uh, she did not keep that agreement. I wonder why. She ran to you and mm-hmm. told you that I had called her and that I was harassing her and she didn't do anything wrong. And then you got really mad that I had listened to your answering machine and that I had called her and that I didn't trust you. And we almost broke up over yeah. that. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we almost broke up. We separated for, I think, like a month. We stopped seeing each other. Um, And then we started talking again. But from my perspective, I felt like all the signs pointed to something was off, something was wrong, and I wanted to investigate it. And honestly, I was right. There was a third person that was trying to insert herself into our relationship. And this chick didn't go away for years. She harassed us for years. Even when we were living together, she would call and ask me, what are you doing there? You guys are not together. So it was really more of her issue than your issue. She was obsessed. And I am sad to say 30 years later, she still will try to hit you up on social media. But she don't know. You don't do social media. I do your social media. I check your messages for you. (laughs) So I see her messages and I'm like, hey, she's trying to contact you again. So I think if you feel very strongly that something is going on, it's okay to spy on your spouse. You you need to know what's going on and not everybody's honest. Thank goodness, Anthony, you were being honest. But we do have to be aware of protecting our hearts. Right. And I was very, you're right, I was very irritated with that because I felt like betrayed. Mm-hmm. And at the time, like we were at a stage where we were falling in love with each other. Yes. That's what, that was the thing that changed. It was like, you were free to date other people. Yes. We're just dating each other. We're dating each other, but there's no commitment, real commitment. Mm-hmm. But then we started to fall in love. Yeah. And by the time, and I was always honest with you about like, yeah, I'm dating other women. Mm-hmm. And the reason I would turn my machine down, it wasn't because I was trying to hide that I was dating other women. You knew that. You yes. were dating other men. Yes. But it was that I didn't, 
why I don't when I'm with you, enjoying my time with you, I don't want to hear the other women's voices <laughs> on my machine. What is that going to do for our mood? Me what is neither. that going to do for what we're doing? Right. You know, that's like me going to your house and yeah, you got an answer machine. Men are calling you. Great. Turn it down. I don't want to hear it. Yeah. Um, I don't want to be like, hey, here, hey, Melanie, come on over. Hey, Mel-. I don't want to hear that. So right. I was giving you that respect back. But when it came to her, I was explaining to you, like, I'm not, she's not, I'm not messing with her. Like, she's not my girl. I keep telling her she's not. Yeah. She keeps trying to force us into a relationship. It's not that. I'm not seeing her like that. Right. And so it was like, why don't you believe me? So when you did that, it was like, ah, not only did she not believe me, but then she went behind my back and took my number and just start checking my voicemails. Anytime somebody calls, she has access to my voicemail. So I felt offended by that part. Of course. And of we course. did, we did break sense. up because we were really, mm-hmm. really upset. Mm-hmm. And then the, what changed it was that I had to put myself in your shoes because I was like, okay, I'm in love with this woman. Is this worth breaking up with mm-hmm. her over mm-hmm. this? Can, why did she do this? Can, okay, let me put myself in her shoes. And it was like, okay, once I did that, it was like, it makes sense now why you would feel like that. If she's, you're contacting her and you feel like there's something going on and she's feeding you this. Mm-hmm. And I had the reputation for being a womanizer, even though I was very honest with the women that I dated. Right. And that was the other part too. I took pride in my honesty with, with the women that I dated. Like, no, we are just dating. There's right. nothing here. And you feel free to leave. You don't want to, you can date other people, but, right. but it was my integrity. Yeah. And I felt like my integrity was being questioned. But then when I put myself in your shoes, I could understand how you would feel that way. And that helped me to resolve it within myself. Right. And to go, okay, it is what it is. She had to do what she had to do. Mm-hmm. Let's get back and let's not have this happen again. Right. So, which is a great mm-hmm. point. You can get caught spying <laughs> and get on the other side of it. Mm-hmm. Um, it opened up a lot of communication for us. It created a lot of clarity it helped us to realize that we had to act in ways that helped us trust each other. Um, And I I think that it really helped us choose each other. So, you know, the idea of spying on your spouse may seem like, oh, that's really bad. That's really negative. We're all human. And sometimes we feel insecure. And when we feel insecure, we're trying to find ways to create that security back. And if you go to your partner and you talk to them and you don't get that, that energy, that sense of like, this is true, something feels off to you, it is human nature that you're going to go to try to figure out what's what's really going on. Yeah, right? definitely, definitely. And in our relationship now, one of the things that I love about it is that we don't have, a, we're not in a situation where we feel the urge or need to spy on each other. Yeah. Um, we're very transparent with each other, with our emails. You have my passwords right. to everything, yeah. um, to my phone, my email. Uh, you pick up my phone anytime you want, you go through my text messages where you're looking for something that you need for a business or whatever. Right. And it's beautiful to not feel that sense of like, oh my God, she got my phone. What is she going to see? Right. And so for me, I value that. Yeah. Um, me too. I, I I wanted a partner where it's like, look, I'm I'm naked. I'm completely transparent. You can, this is what you see. This is what you get. And I want that back. Right. I don't want to have to worry about, oh, should I, what are you up to? Or should I, uh, you know, follow up, spy on you? No, I don't want that. I want right. peace of mind. And so I want to be an open book and I want my partner to be an open book. And if I'm worried about that, then 
that means there's something that I'm doing that I maybe shouldn't be doing. Or if you're worried about that, that yeah. means there's something that you're doing that you shouldn't be doing. Exactly. And if that's the case, I don't have to snoop. It's going to come out. Yes. And I'm not going to use my energy being fixated mm -hmm. and focusing on that. It's like, you know what? If that's what's going on, it'll come out and I'll deal with it then. Until then, it ain't happening. <laughs> Everything is always revealed. So if you're doing what you're not supposed to be doing, it's going to come out. Yeah. Your partner will feel it. They will feel something was off. I could feel something was off with this woman. Like I just felt it. Even when you talked about her, you weren't doing anything. But even when you talked about her, I was like, well, something is up here. And I need to know what's going on. The same thing you did with your first wife. You knew something was up. So you were following that. You and we're big believers in following your intuition. And if your intuition tells you you need to investigate, um, then that's okay for you to do it. Uh, you probably don't want to be dishonest like I was and steal a, you know, a phone code, uh, maybe be a little bit more direct about it. But you have every right to know if your heart is protected in the relationship that yeah. you're in. You probably don't want to be hanging out in the closet like I was. Yeah. So that's not a yeah, good idea. Yeah, we were young, a, guys. We were young. And, and you know, what? <laughs> but actually what I think you were picking up with her mm -hmm. was that even though there wasn't a romantic relationship, she was a good friend mm -hmm. and we had a friendship. She would push the limits of the friendship to try to move back into the romantic yeah. part. In the beginning stages, it was a romantic mm -hmm. slash, but then it was like, nah, this ain't it. Yeah. And I kept telling her like, this ain't it. I'm not feeling like that. We, I'm cool. I like you as a person, but you will not be my woman. I will never, I cannot see me ever marrying you. Yeah. Nothing against you. It's just not there for me. My wants, you didn't have the wants that I yeah. needed or the needs that I needed. And so it was like, this ain't it. Well, you're, you're exactly right. That's exactly what I felt because I could tell from her messages, she wasn't talking to you like we're just friends. She was mm -hmm. talking to you like you're my, you're my guy. Right. And so my intuition was not wrong. That was your perspective and that's what you were telling me. But I could just feel that was not her perspective. And mm -hmm. it wasn't. It, mm -hmm. She wanted a relationship. And like I said, all these years later, she'll still pop into your DMs every once in a while. So, um, yeah, follow your intuition. You're not doing it out of malice. Don't beat yourself up. Try to talk to your partner first. But if you don't get, um, like, I want to say like a clearing of that mm -hmm. feeling, right? Because it's intuition is a feeling and it drives you, then do what you got to do. And if nothing's going on, then let it go and give them the benefit of the doubt and just know that if something is wrong, it will be revealed. That's right. And I think that's a big part of it. It's like, there's certain times where it's like right in your face. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You look at it. Yeah. But if you're at the point where it's like, you're constantly obsessed with this, yeah, you're constantly looking and you can't find anything. And even when, you, when you're proven wrong, you're like, well, no, I'm going to still keep fighting it. I'm going to find something. And guess what? Eventually you will find something. Not that something will be there, but you will create it in your own mind. Yeah. And you will always see like, okay, that's, you got a phone call. This is what's going on. Oh, wait a minute. Went to the store five minutes late. This is what's going on. Yeah. And do you want to live your life like that? Yeah, exactly. Right. And if you do that, eventually that relationship, it's going to fail. It's not going to last. And so there's a lot of people out there, even listeners now, that I know you guys are doing that. I know you're spying on your partner. Maybe you feel like you have good reasons to. I get it. Yeah. But then overall, you have to ask yourself, if I feel like this and it won't go away, is this the kind of relationship I want to be in? Yeah. Because to me, if there's, 
if 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 there's something there, like Melanie said, it will come out. You yeah. don't have to trip. You don't have to worry about it. But if you feel like your partner's character is that untrusting, mm-hmm. then why are you in that relationship with that person? Yes. You know, another scenario where people do this, there's two that I want to talk about really quickly. If you've gone through infidelity in your relationship, you are going to be more sensitive and insecure and want to be checking on them. So that's part of rebuilding trust. But you also have to check yourself and say, I chose to forgive and move forward. And if they do this again, it's going to be revealed. But you, if you keep checking on them and spying on them after you've said you've forgiven and we're moving forward together, that can create a problem. It's really up to them to show you that they've changed your, their ways. And if you catch them a second time, this is the second thing that I want to talk about. I've experienced people who have caught their partner cheating mm-hmm. when they were... Um, when they were snooping, right? Mm-hmm. But then they go back to the partner and then it's like a, it's like a pattern right. and a cycle. So you cheat on me, I snoop, I catch you, we fight, we make up, and then I spy on you again and I catch you again. Yeah, yeah, that that's toxic. Don't do that. If you are in a constant spying mood, what we're saying does not apply to that situation. If you've caught your partner cheating on you multiple times from spying, you need to rethink why you are staying in this relationship. You don't want to spend your life insecure, feeling like you need to spy on someone and knowing that they're going to be doing something. That means that person is not ready for a committed monogamous relationship. And they are showing you that. So instead of trying to fix it and fix them and make them want it, you have to release them with love and say, you're just not ready for this. I got to let you go. And so when you're ready, we'll see where I'm at because I'm going to be in a committed relationship and a monogamous relationship and you are not it and you are not there. And that's okay. I'm not going to force you. There you go. But overall, it's part of human nature. Yes. And and while we're having this human experience, you know, you're going to be tempted and sometimes you may do it. Sometimes, you you know, you'll be able to rise above it um, to each his own. Our perspective is that um, don't do it. <laughs> if you can avoid it, <laughs> if you don't can do avoid it. it, don't do it. It'll come out. Yes. Okay. So hopefully, uh, Ooh, that was a, that, that was a good yeah, one. That was a, another amazing it. episode. That was juicy. That yes. Was, uh, Hitting that third rail, coming close to it. Mm-hmm. It was good. It was good. Yes. So um, I want to thank all of you listeners for hanging out with us. Uh, we've hit our 100th episode. So we're really excited about that. Thank you for all your love and support that yes. you guys have given us. Thank you. Thank and, you. And uh, thank you to Black Love mm-hmm. Podcast Network for believing in us, taking a chance on us, yes. and letting us do our thing. We love and appreciate all of you guys on the Black Love team as well. And so if you guys haven't had a chance to get a copy of our book, Crack the Code, Secrets to Achieving Your Happily Ever After, pick up your copy today, available at Amazon.com. And if you guys are interested in coaching with the amazing Clarks and uh, helping you to get over your espionage spouse thing you got going on, <laughs> uh, reach out to us at theamazingclarks.com and we'll get right back at you. Last but not least, if you guys are interested in becoming a life coach or you just want to learn some skills, self-improvement skills to live a better life, check out our life coach training and certification course at the law of attraction life coach academy.com 
And remember to rate, review, and share our podcast. If you know someone who needs some of the amazing Clark's love, make sure you share us, give us your feedback, rate us, and review us. We always appreciate it. That's right. So there you go, people. We gave it to you. Now, what you gonna do with it? See you next time. See you next time, guys.